do, do, do. I see y'all putting strains in here. Can't talk about this stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. We back. I'm waiting for my guy. AB to jump back in. He just came in. Got a, He had to jump out. Get right back in in a second. We back. Another episode of Man to Man Pod. George truly half of the pod. Darius Butler. Got my co-host joining us soon. Antoine Bethay. September 1st. Seven days out from the NFL season kickoff, man. Uh, couldn't be more excited. Obviously, we got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about today to get in uh get into today go back and forth on we got some new deals uh new contracts i made some announcements this week uh we may have some more announcements coming up for the pod on the pod we shall see um appreciate y'all man it's been a week i think now since we've seen y'all last hope hopefully y'all checked out the um sports and entertainment group interview that we had with um ab's agency they had showed us great hospitality great love down there in miami a few weeks back so that was the first of many that we recorded that weekend um got some of the uh some best young players in the league that we uh had a chance to sit down with um but yeah man it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun one like you said been been away for a week excited to get some interaction from the crew Excited to talk to my guy, A.B. Um, it's going to be a good one, man. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, obviously, the NFL kicking off. Going to recap some of our picks, some of the divisional picks, uh, some maybe some over-unders, some, some favorites going into this season, some matchups from week one. We'll take a little look ahead. I'm on the YouTube page. Tone put up some polls, a few polls. Best receiver. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to win it? Things like that. We had some great interaction on there. We're going to talk some Serena. Whew. Man, we are lucky. Lucky to be able to watch um, greatness, you know, for this long. I'm 36, so Serena has been great pretty much since I knew what sports was. And now 40 years old, just upset the number two player in the world to advance in the U.S. Open. That was um, incredible. I think she plays again today with her sister um, in the doubles, um, as does my favorite young tennis player in the game, Coco Golf. She plays today as well. I think she's ranked number one in doubles, so we'll talk about that. Look at my guy, A.B., right there. Boop, 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 boop. My guy. Yo, yo, what it do? Hold on. My mic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure my ears are good. <clears throat> I can't hear you. Yo. Yo, you can hear me? Okay, I got you now. Word. Loud and clear. What's good? Man, you tell me, man. What, what it do? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Just politicking, man. Talking about uh, what we were going to be talking about today. I was just on uh, Serena and her performance last night. We obviously going to get into it. I'm um, on sure. the other side, but you get it. You got a chance to check that out. I know you're a big tennis fan. Nah, you, you know, I did. You know, I did. Was rooting for in the crib, hollering, yelling. Um, you know, 
daughter, like, man, oh, pops, though, what is wrong with you? Say, hey, look, she you don't understand. Yeah, you need to sit down and and, and and watch this, baby. But um, shout out to Serena, man. I know you uh you talked about it, the goat. Um, and and I think we need to we need to revisit that goat conversation that we always have. Like, who's on our Mount Rushmore, man? I think we need yeah. to revisit that conversation as well. She she was in the conversation. I know she one of us. Was. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember which one of us brought her up. It was probably, probably <clears> but um. Uh, you, you are you are the tennis aficionado, so probably you, but uh, definitely in that conversation, 40 years old, uh, upsetting, um, the number two player in the world. Um, a lot of people didn't expect her, but she she got locked in. Um, some other goats was in the building as well, so we're definitely going to talk about that. I actually watched the ending of that um, Seattle Storm Las Vegas Aces game as well in the WNBA playoffs. Um, we got some breaking news in NFL this morning. Yeah. Another quarterback got paid. Um, what else Getting we got, man? Bag, man, uh, well, no, we think we're going to talk about our division winners. I know we've been talking about them yep, um, yep. leading up to the season. Obviously, first regular season game, well, first week um, kick, kicks off next week, man. So we want to tap back into that. Um, you know, we got some, yeah. some good news from um, my my co-host, you know what I'm saying? So Ooh, we wanna, big week. We, yeah, huge week, huge week, man. So we definitely want to talk about that as well. Um, so some right. good stuff, man. Yes, sir. And obviously want to hear from y'all per usual. So uh, <clears throat> we'll see y'all on the other side. Yo, yo, yo. <clears throat> yes, we go, sir. Man. We go. Let's see what the comments talk. Okay, y'all living here. So y'all talking about different strands, Serena, Logo, Jamie Watson, Darius is toting. I ain't toasted, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> but uh, which one to jump into, man? We got a lot to catch up on. Ain't been here for, for a week. Yeah, man, I, I, hey, you, you got the credentials today, man, I'm on my phone. But mm-hmm. I want to start it off. We're going we gonna, we gonna to say this, man. It's a, it's a family uh, locker room show, man. And uh, when good yep. things happen to, to, to our people, man, we want to give them their roses, man. And we want to be able to, to shout them out, man. And that's what I want to do with you, bro. We always going to do that. It's always love. Um. And, you know, Always. just being a, being a friend, man, I just know you wanted to tap into this media space, man. And um, just your knowledge of the game and the way you can articulate it um, to the to the people that's listening, man. I'm excited for you, man, to the, the new steps and the new things you got going on. Yeah. Um, obviously, join Pat and the boys, man, Wednesdays and Thursdays this year. Um, but I think that one of the, the biggest things, man, it's been a show that's been been what? Almost 40 years. Yeah, 84. Almost, yeah, almost 40 years, man. And you, you, you're you joining some goats, man. Um, So I, I want to say 
congratulations, bro. Congratulations, Appreciate man. Appreciate you, man. Um, shoot, NFL matchup Saturdays and Sundays, man. Like, that's that's big. You know, Sal, Paolo Antonio, and Greg Cassell. Like, that's 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 big business, man. And, and again, man, um, congratulations. And I know you're going to do a hell of a job, bro. So you just keep doing your thing. I texted you this morning and said, bro, you on fire yep. right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so keep keep doing your Appreciate thing. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, man, it, it's been uh, it's been fun. Obviously, we we've we've had a bunch of conversations, um, you know, off camera about you know next steps and what we're doing and what I'm you know trying to do. And obviously, we've been doing our podcast now, shoot, for over two years. Um, and Pat helped helped us with that, getting that off the road. So, um, being able to be in studio with Pat and the boys two days a week, um, and then like you said, doing that matchup show. Those some some OGs in the game, Greg Cosell. I was actually a producer on the original matchup show in 1984, you know, two years before I was even born. And then uh, Sal Palantonio, you know, he done been around um, forever. So uh, those are two of my new teammates. Um, mm -hmm. And it's been fun so far. And, and you know, that's kind of right up, right up my alley. You know, we started the pod because we wanted to give, you know, authentic takes, you know, from, you know, locker room player perspective, you know, real shit, not really a bunch of the fluff that we see on um, a lot of the networks, um, but as far as X and O's and getting into the matchups and breaking down films and coverages and stuff, I love that stuff. So they gave me that opportunity. Uh, shout out to Dan Orlowski, Matt Hasselback. They actually had a lot to do with that as well. You know, just having good people to speak on your behalf before, mm -hmm. you know, other people even get to speak and you, they already had a relationship speak on you. They already had a relationship with ESPN. So um, they kind of help like, Hey, y'all looking for, Hey, this is, you know, the guy, it's one of the guys yeah. and when they did my audition and earned it, but, um, you know, those guys, so shout out to them. Like I said, shout out to Pat and obviously shout out to you, you know, helping me and uh, us doing this thing and growing this brand, this man, to man part, which, um, is still going to be here. We still going to grow this, still going to be real, still going to have fun. And, uh, everybody that's been in here supporting from the jump, you know, this only the beginning for this, this new journey. Um, uh, you know, that one that we on, so uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun, busy, but fun fall, man. Yeah, man. Shit. You won't want to have it any other way. Any Facts. other way, man. So again, salute to, to, to my guy. The butt. Salute. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good one, man. Oh <clears throat> do 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 do. What we got? What we got? Somebody asked what time's it on. So in the past, that NFL matchup show, it gets some some shitty hours. So it's a show that is aired on ESPN, but it's actually filmed and produced in um at NFL Films in Jersey. So, you know, ESPN has a ton of other football shows that get the programming in the good spots. But we're going to work on on changing that, you know what I mean, and, and, and growing our the brand of the show on social media as well. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. It, it, it's it's going to be different. Obviously, I'm going to bring my own little – flavor to it it's gonna be it's gonna be that. fun we're gonna rock got to because <laughs> if because if you dry and stiff up there i'm gonna fire a little dirty yeah, stuff five, five miles up if you see, if you see any switch up and, hey you know they you should do this and i'm I, hey you know this is hey it's gonna be yeah, good though yeah, man but, yeah, uh, let's get into some good. football news man uh one of your former squads the niners so on, they made yeah. some some uh, 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 big announcements a few days ago. Obviously, it's our first time on the air since announcing that Jimmy G, 
re restructured his deal. He's going to be in the uh, San Fran. He's going to be in that locker room for this year. Uh, no trade clause in his deal as well. Restructured his deal, still saying his trades team. Uh, Trey didn't have a great preseason, in my opinion. But Jimmy G standard locker room, stand a 49er, man. What's your, what's your, what's your what immediate, what were your immediate thoughts on this, on hearing this news? Man, so, um, Dante Whitner, man, he kind of, he posted something like right before the news broke and was like, man, um, what if Jimmy G restructures his contract and stays in San Fran? And my immediate reaction was like, nah, don't restructure and get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You get get you a fresh start, you know. You um, you know Trey Lance is now the starter as a former starter of that team, and you still feel as though like you in your prime. Obviously, you coming off a sh he's coming off a shoulder um injury. Yeah, I'm like man, get out of there, man. Get all get a fresh start. You know what I mean? Um, but I think and we we kind of spoke on this uh, once before. It's like you know just the the timing of that uh, shoulder injury hurt Jimmy yep. G and hurt the market. Um, so this is where we at right now. Now you're looking forward to the season. I think it's it's a, you got you got some good in it, you got some bad in it, right? The good part is like, okay, you got your young boy, you got your your future, and he's gonna be able to go out there, he's gonna be able to start and see what he does, right? But yep. in take, you got Jimmy G sitting behind him, who we all know is capable of playing some great football. Um mm -hmm. So to that point, it's like, okay, well, if Trey Lance has some struggles, which he is, and I think everybody's expecting that, that he's gonna yeah. have some, mm -hmm. he's gonna have some struggle. That's that's that that comes with it. Now you start hearing the noise on the outside. It's like, okay, well, he's struggling. You got Jimmy G backing him. Say Jimmy G gets healthy. You got a got a, a good team over there on both sides of the ball yeah what do what do you do then you know what i'm saying so again it's some it's some good being that you know you got you a reliable backup quarterback but then on the bad it's like if you're trey lance like how much pressure do you have to try to go out there and play a perfect game week in and week out because you know you have this guy sitting behind you so it, it's kind of tough yeah Definitely good and bad. My my first reaction when I saw it, I, I I agree with you, and I'm sure the market was kind of messed up for Jimmy. Uh, I still feel like he'd have probably been a cope if he didn't have to have that that shoulder uh, surgery after the season. Uh, but I felt like you, man. I'm like, damn, how is this dynamic going to be in the locker room? You know, and I and I never speak on a locker room that I'm not, I'm not in. You know, I, right. I I was in my own locker rooms, but that San Francisco locker room, um, and they've been teammates now for a year at least. I mean, a year already, so they kind of got used to, I guess, the dynamic. But I'm like, damn, how is that going to be? And now with Trey going in, like you said, we expect him to tr struggle. I, I know I expect him coming into this year. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to look at this year kind of like Trey Lance's junior year in college. Yeah. And that's tough to do because that's a team that's built to win. Like, you got studs up and down that roster, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Trent Whip. Like, you got – players oh. on that team that yeah. yeah that's that's built to win right now so and we know as players you 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 we can't really take it's not like basketball like that trust apart like we can't take years you know for granted you know they fresh off of nfc championship been to a super bowl a few years ago i think 15 guys are still on that team from the super bowl team and shoot you know you went to super bowl twice right yeah so two super bowl appearances in 14 years and that's like i played nine years got the one 
AFC Championship game, and that was it. So you can't take these years when you have these type of teams for granted. That's how players think. So I know Trey get out there struggle three, four weeks, and you look at a guy that you know can play good ball, probably up there, you know, slicing and dicing the scout team up a couple weeks. So I mean, the defense team playing scout team as a yeah, quarterback. Yeah. So it's like that's a tough dynamic for Trey. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily tough for Jimmy because now he gets to stay in the system, stay on ice until he gets to kind of probably pick his next team next season. So um, it's a weird dynamic. Like you said, some good, some bad. The good thing about it is, hey, 49ers might have the best quarterback situation in the league again <laughs> because hey, you got two guys that you go up there and start. You know take what I'm saying? I be early on shots. I be I be way early on shit. Take so they two. might still have the best because if Trey Lance becomes what they expect him to become uh, with all, everything they traded to get that number three pick, then they'll win in the end. But if you look at the last year's quarterbacks, Trey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, uh, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Dave, Davis, like all these guys struggled. Like yeah. except for Mac, Mac Jones probably had the best year, but all those guys struggled in their first year. Yeah. So this is going to be Trey's first year really playing. Um, so once again, we expect some struggles, but it's going to be interesting to see um, how that team, how that locker room uh, manages it. And, you know, I, I'm hopeful that Trey figures it out and, and gets out there and balls. No, nah, no doubt. No, So <clears throat> I'm, I'm throwing – as we do often, I'm a, I'm throwing the GM hat at you, right? I'm throwing the GM hat okay. at you and and the head cool. coaching hat at you, right? Um, we in San Fran, right? We week three. Um, Trey's not playing well, and we all we all know, you know. What I mean, we got an extra game, so it's 17 games. Week three, week yep. four. I give you, I give you week, I give you, I give you week five. I give you week five. Trey and, and, and as a as a head coach, as a GM, this is not really what I'm I'm not liking what I'm seeing from that position. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not wishing I'm not wishing bad on Trey. I'm just hypothetically speaking. Just yeah, hypothetically, yeah. Hypothetically speaking, we want the young man to go out there and, and ball. But week five, Trey isn't playing the style of ball or the type of ball we want him to play. GM John Lynch go down, Coach Shanahan's office. Said, hey man, I don't know. You know Jimmy G's healthy. He's he knows the offense. You know he's he's been running it for you know, yep. a couple of years, and you know, you know we wanted to give this give the the keys to the young boy, but it's just not looking good right now. Week five, what do you do? What's our record? Say you two and say. Say you two and two. I'm gonna give you five hundred. Ooh, but two and two. You, you two and two. But, but Jimmy not playing. But but uh, Trey not. That, he, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Trey, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. So you, you two and two. You five hundred. But again, I'm just talking about that position. The position isn't. It doesn't. I, I got. I got to sub him out. I got to sub him out. If we zero and five, and I've stuck with him that long, I'm gonna just ride with the young guy because chances are. We ain't making a run that year. Probably not even making a, making the offs. I got a long term commitment with Trey. Um, we our eggs are in that basket. Like we got to be right with this guy. So if we're zero and five, if we're one and four, one and five, some shit like that. I'm gonna just stick with the young kid. We two and two, and it, we're not seeing any progress from that position. Maybe we're even seeing some regression. Now I'm putting Jimmy in. 
and we okay. say, hey, this is the one year. This is another year. We got to have some packages for Trey. I'm putting Jimmy. I know that's going to be tough on him mentally and all that stuff, but, hey, this is it's the nature of the beast. So you said if you one and four, oh and five, you sticking with 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 the young guy? Yeah, yeah. We we might as well just think, get another. Uh, I mean, but you you just you just pick. said the but you just said that you know guys is like we don't have that. You know, I'm that. a GM. I'm a GM head coach. I, I I just signed. They just signed what five six year extensions. <laughs> so we gonna be so here. Players, I'm, I'm so, a, the, <laughs> so so the players looking at you like, yeah, damn. they are, but. Hey guys, you know this is the guy we're going with. You know, as a GM, as a as a head coach, yeah, as a player, as a player, we want to win every game, every Sunday. We want to win. You got players that's going to be hitting the market. It's going to be free agents. When you're a free agent, you want to be coming from a winning team. You don't want to be a free agent of a five and twelve football team. Um, so as players, we want to win every game. We want to win right now, every year. Uh, there is no trust the process, the long term. Nah, we want to win right now, every year because. They are the GM, the head coach. They're reevaluating that roster really every week. We the people that's been in that building, like you know, that's the real process. So, um, as a player, it's different. But as a head coach, as a GM, who have already traded these assets, and now our future kind of is tied to Trey Lance. Like he ain't gonna get better being on the bench. So if we're zero and five, we one and four. I'm gonna just rock with the young kid. Now we we kind of five hundred. I'm throwing Jimmy G in there, like, hey, let's save this season. But uh, and and he's not playing well. So, but once again, it's hypothetical. Um, let's let's we we always put that positive energy. Put that good in the juju in there. No, yeah, no we, we we put that good juju in there. So, um, they drafted Trey to take that next step. You know, the grass is not always greener, but they to take that next step and kind of take the training wheels off of the quarterback position on this team. So, hopefully, they're right. Yeah, yeah. hopefully they yeah. are right. Man, so, we do we know potential get folks fired though. But. We can, if we talk about uh, all the potential that we've seen in our lives, huh. <laughs> facts. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we got uh one of the biggest uh trades or players that moved in the last couple of days. Um, obviously a lot of transaction going going on with the uh, rosters being cut down to fifty three, but Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Um, one of my favorite slot defenders in the league over the last few years um, with the Saints was moved to Philly for a couple of draft picks. And he'll be the word is he'll be playing now safety and, you know, extension talks broke broke down between him and the Saints. And he also said, hey, you know what? Safeties are getting paid more than slot defenders, which, you know. I think situational situational with that, but I don't think slot defenders are getting their due. They're just due right now. Uh, you see it happening with Kenny Moore and Indy. He's still not paid uh, like I think he should be. And that's the starting position at this point um, in the NFL. You got to have guys that can play and play at a high level in that slot because you look at the offenses and where they're putting the best receivers, you know, especially when the game matters most. Devontae Adams plays a bunch in the slot. Jefferson slot a lot. Cooper Cup. Hunter, like every week in, week out, like you're going to have to have those matchups. You got to have a guy in there that can play in the pass and run game. So they should be getting that bag. So I hate to see this for Chauncey Gardner. Um, but he's going to Philly. Philly continues to make great moves um, this offseason, man. What what you thought about this deal? Another great move by Philly, man. So another reason why it's no excuses, no explanations for that team and that organization this year. You continue to make moves. You continue to bring players in. 
that can um, help your roster. Um, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson moving to safety. But, again, I just think that helps your defense. As a defensive coordinator, you know, you have Bradbury. You have Slade. And then you bring Chauncey in, play in safety position. But even what yeah. you can do with a safety now, you can bring him down in different coverages and covering the slot, you know, covering the tight end. Yeah. So, again, you know, I think – yeah, it, they it, got Avante Maddox too, who's a good slot defender. A slot defender, exactly. So now, yep. when you talk about matchups, like that's even with disguising your defense. Like you don't have to run guys across the defense. Like, okay, are they playing zone? Are they playing man? Or are they just going to rock down with the safety? So it's a lot of things that you can Damn, do. Damn, you just you made add, me think about something. Yep. Yeah, it's just a lot of things that you can do now when you add a guy like him and you move him to safety. Um, so I, I love the move. I love the move, and, and not to mention just the style of player he is where he gets up under, yeah, guys' skin and the way he's can get in guys' minds. But he's a good player, so I love the I love the addition to the defense. Um, and I'm just thinking about as a DB, as a defensive coordinator, yeah, what we, what we can do on the back end now, as far as, um, you know, uh, defensive calls. The way we adjust to different motions, the way we, yeah. um, the way we line up to formations is very tricky now because as a, a offensive coordinator or a quarterback, you don't know where these guys are gonna line up. You know, typically if a guy motions over, you know, and if you in nickel defense, that that nickel's gonna run with him. Yeah, but you know now it's you, you can play it many different ways where you know a, a, a safety can just drop down and. You know, your quarterback will think you in zone coverage the whole time you playing man. So yeah, great move, great that, great addition. Yeah, great move. And you you made me think about something else. So one of the positions that I was I was kind of like a, I was a slot defender, obviously. But um, before I moved to safety, my ninth year, my seventh and eighth year, we would run like something that was called a penny package, and it was like for like first down. You know, offense come out in first down, so it'd be a rundown. But I would sub in for like the strong safety. So. I would go cover that slot defender. We won't have to go complete nickel package. We'll still have base defense, basically, but me on the slot defender. So now the Eagles have that flexibility because they do have Avante Maddox, who is a good nickel. And now you have a, a safety that can play, you know, both positions. And that was probably part of the reason why the Saints, I guess, felt comfortable moving on from. They just paid uh, Tyran. Honey Badger can obviously play that slot role. Um, as well, I don't know how much he will want to play that now. You know, being uh, a little later in his career, he plays more safety dime position. Um, yeah, but uh, it's a lot, a lot of flexibility that it brings to that Eagles uh, defense. And Harry Roseman, man, a few years removed from that Super Bowl appearance, he he's going all in on his rookie quarterback uh, contract. And we both picked. I believe we both picked the Eagles a few weeks ago to win it. And it's only yeah, this only makes me feel. Uh, better about that pick. You look at the additions. Your guys signed Reddick, Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis, Bradbury, mm. uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. That's all on the defense this offseason. Then obviously offensively, you went got AJ Brown. Um, you have a, a great offensive line. I think Hurts gonna take that step, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this team, man. This is one of the I best in the, in the entire league. I am too. When we you, sticking with the offense, you know, you talk about you know bringing AJ Brown, and um, they also made a move on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Jalen Reger, um, yeah, going to moving him to Minnesota. Do, what do you think 
or what type of effect do you think that would have on this uh, Philadelphia offense? Or do you think, you know, it was a good move for them or you don't think it was a, you know, play much I mean, of an yeah. impact on the offensive side? I don't think it was an impact at all. I don't think it will affect the Eagles at all. I think he was kind of the odd man out. Um, you know, obviously he's kind of going to have to live with that being the pick right before Justin Jefferson and not really panning out at least the early part of his career. So it's a fresh start for him. Obviously a talented uh, player. He was drafted in the first round. So a talented player, he gets another shot in Minnesota, um, oddly mm -hmm. enough. Um, and but but as far as the Eagles go, they got AJ Brown, they got Devontae Smith, and they got Quez Watkins too, who 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 made a lot of plays at, at the receiver position last year, and Dallas Goddard. So they got they got 14. What's, what's his name? Trip, not Trip. Well, I, I can't barn something 14, but he's a little he's he can play in the backfield, he can play out wide. So I don't think it affects the Eagles at all when it comes to their offense. Um, and shit, Jalen Reagan now in Minnesota, you got Jefferson, you got Thielen, you got Osborne. Um, so how how would he fit in out there to be yeah. interesting to see? But, um, you know, Philly, like, made that trade, lost some picks to get Chauncey Gardner, now potentially getting some picks back with this Jalen Rager trade. So, shout out to Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman. Uh, Making some moves, go, man. These, Yeah, these guys out here with these quarterbacks and these rookie deals, they say, hey, we got to go all in, all in right now. Um, and I love to see it. We talked yeah. about the picks. These were our picks from a few weeks a goal that we made the NFC. Uh, we both have the Eagles winning the NFC West. We both have the Rams. I mean, I'm sorry, East. We both had a Rams winning the NFC West. Packers winning the NFC North. And the Saints, we both have winning the hey, NFC South. I'm, you still I feel comfortable about those? <laughs> I, might change my, uh, I might change my Saints pick. South? You change it? What? Yeah. what, what, what why? Why? Chauncey Gardner? No, no, no. It just wasn't because of that, man. I just I kind of been sitting sitting on this and thinking <laughs> about it. You know, I, I my you just looked at it man. again, like ah. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with Tampa, man. I'm gonna go with Tampa. I understand the Saints; they have Tampa's number, but you know, we're talking about a 17 game season. Um, I know it's a lot like of chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all love. It's all love. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm I'm gonna change mine. I'm, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be – I think the Saints definitely going to give them a run for their money. Um, I know we're talking about a lot of the issues and injuries uh, Tampa Bay's having on their offensive line. Um, Especially in interior. Know, in the interior. And um, that's what Tom Brady doesn't like, that push in the interior. Um, and then, you know, we talk about Tom Brady taking this, this vacation in August. I didn't like it all. But um, – yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm still gonna go with I'm gonna I'm a rock with I'm gonna rock with the with the with, with the Bucks. All right, so AB officially changed his pick, so we were on the same page across the entire NFC, and now AB has changed his NFC South pick to the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are the favorites in that division. I believe they may be the betting favorites to come out of the NFC, um. To represent uh NFC in the Super Bowl. Let me see the Super Bowl odds. I'm not sure if this is updated to like today, but um they are they got the so, second yeah. best odds in the league. So yeah, Bills Buffalo. are the favorites coming out of AFC, and then um the Bucks are the favorite coming out of NFC. So these are the fans, our fans, according to our YouTube polls, our fans uh Super Bowl prediction, Bills versus Bucks. Not a bad Super Bowl Bills winning. 
Not it wouldn't be a bad Super Bowl, but I feel like whenever we come into the season, everybody agree on it. It ain't gonna go that way. And then these are our fans once again. I hate when folks ask, "Who you got in the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "Damn, man, we ain't played one game yet." Facts, long. These teams won't even. They won't. You know, it's the business we in now. But uh, these are the divisional winners according to our fans on YouTube on the AFC side. The Colts winning the South, the Bills winning the East, the Bengals winning the North, and then the Chargers winning the West. And then on the NFC side, Rams winning the West, Bucks winning the South, Packers winning the North, and the Eagles winning the East. Let's look at our AFC, what we picked. My picks for the AFC. AFC East Bills. I'm, uh, do I want to go Dolphins? I might. Uh, Bills, nah, bro, Chargers, Ravens. That's an emo- emotional pick. <laughs> Bills, Chargers, Ravens, Colts. Today. Hey, Bill, you got? I got the Bills. I got the Chargers and the Bengals and the Colts. Yeah, so uh, you still you still confident with all those AFC picks? Yeah, I'm, I'm confident with my AFC picks. I'm confident with my AFC picks, man. Um, while we're here in the AFC, I know it's been a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we should touch on it. You know, um, the Broncos, you know, they just extended Russell Wilson, um, got that bag. I think it was five years, 200, playing. what, 200 some million dollars, 165, 164 guaranteed around those. So I think they got them yeah. tied to the, tied to the Broncos for seven years now. Um, it won't have good stuff, here, you know, yeah, that. Russ, Russ, you know, get getting to the bag. I think it's a good move um, for the Denver Broncos. But speaking on quarterbacks in the AFC, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a lot of talk in the news right now. Um, a lot of talk. I'm talking about, you know, he should ha- he should have an agent. He should get an agent um, that, you know, he should go ahead and, 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 and sign whatever the Ravens offered or the Ravens. Are they rolling the dice because, you know, betting on himself he go out here and have a great year and ball out you know that price tag is just gonna go up man like what's your whole take on this lamar jackson situation right now man Uh, look the price only going up you know what i mean uh i think on on when you talk about on the field i'll start with that on the field i think the team needs and we've we've talked about it plenty times on here i think the team needs to do more to put him in a position to show his full arsenal and who he can uh be at the quarterback position. I don't think we've even seen um, anywhere close to where he, his full potential is. What is he, 25 years old? Um, so they mm-hmm. need to do their part from that standpoint, front office, coaches, um, et cetera. And as far as Lamar, I don't have a problem with him representing himself. Why? Now, I wouldn't say that for every player. But for Lamar particularly, I feel like when you're at either <laughs> the top of a market or at the bottom of a market, uh, your your representation is a little bit less important, you know, right. because you're at the top. Lamar should be at the top. So when he signs his deal, he should essentially reset the market. You know, we've seen players do it who haven't accomplished anywhere close to what Lamar has um, at this point in his career, not only individually, but even as a winning quarterback. You know what I mean? So we've had, you know, Matt Stafford, who's been the highest paid quarterback in the league without having any playoff um, success. Mm So he's betting on himself. He'll make 23 this year. Um, And like Josh Allen is not even in the top five 
per year average salary. He just signed his deal last year, I believe. Um, Dak, he when he signed his deal, it's now multiple quarterbacks who have over a hundred million more dollars guaranteed to themselves. So from the Baltimore Ravens standpoint, the price is only going up. Mm-hmm. And um for 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 Lamar, obviously it's football. Um, you're always one play away, unfortunately. Um, and his style of of play, obviously, he he uh, leans on his athleticism, which makes him uh, one of one, makes him a unicorn. So I do worry about that a little bit. I do want him to be tied up long term going into this season. Um, but the price is only going up for Baltimore. They need to go ahead and make him the highest paid at least per year. I've been saying four years. 200 million fully guaranteed. If he signed now, I think he'll be right behind Aaron Rodgers as far as per year. I like, I like that number. Yeah, so four, 200, maybe shit, even 205 to make him the highest, highest paid. Yeah, and then for him, for Lamar, shoot, he's, you know, back at the table before he's 30. And then for the Ravens, you know, that's going to be the price of admission. It's going to be the price to pay for the quarterback anyway. So let's say you go Lamar, he give you two good years, two bad years, three good, one bad, and then you all, you know, four, three, four years down the line, you're ready to move on if you're Baltimore. So I think uh, that'll be the best situation for both sides. But Lamar needs his bag. He's more than earned it. He's more than deserved it. I don't think Russ would have been up for, what, another year or two at least? Um, so uh, yeah, he, he, he needs it. Yeah, another two years. And, like, a lot. Of, some people say, oh, Russ, this, this messes up Lamar's deal even more. I ain't got shit to do with Lamar. Russ – he already been paid. He done got paid again. Russ is 32, 33 years old, I think. Lamar's 25. This will be his first extension. Stop it. Cut it out. Ain't got shit to do with Lamar. Yeah. Now, nah, I think you hit on the head, man. Um, I, I, my motto all the time, better yourself, man. So, as far as what, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what Lamar's doing, man, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and I agree with you as well as far as the aging-wise, you know, Seeing it on TV for certain, for certain, as you say, situational, situational. You know what I mean. So in this situation, I don't think he's the o- the only thing I feel like is the negotiation process. And I went through it, and I know everybody's gone through it, where your agent and the team is talking, and the team is shitting on you why they shouldn't pay you yep. that money. You know what I mean. So I think that's the only that's the only I would say hurdle that they have in there is that they can't talk that shit to Lamar or they can. But Lamar I mean, yeah, can. I was about to say they, they can. can. They, they got, can. Yeah. And then from there, Lamar's like, okay, well, I know how y'all truly feel about me. So exactly. Um, so so that's why I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, I, I, you know, he should have an agent. Like, yeah, like that too. And then obviously, you know, um, you know, the 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 language in the contract, you know, have people, but you can get a lawyer for that as well. Yeah. Um, so again, man, I, I I want Lamar to go out there and play well. Um, he like you say, he deserves that bag. He deserves to be, especially at this point, shoot, re- reset the market. But to your point, yeah, that four year deal, I love that. You know, it's not too many years. Four years, you'll be able be at the table again before he's 30, 30 year old, and um. And that's you fully know, guaranteed too. Fully guaranteed. The Ravens, either way, either, either way, either way you look at it, you have to pay that back. It's either now so get, get, or get, next year. The number is only going up now. Yeah. I, 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 so I don't know what their what their process is. Um, but we shit, we'll see. Um, looking ahead to the week one slate. 
Um, and make sure y'all tap into see. the to the pick show too, man. We gonna we gonna have our oh, picks yeah. ready for y'all this year, week one. Absolutely, absolutely. We got our uh, Jags at Texas. How long is this? No, nah, this ain't the right. Stuff. It's this old. I feel like it's not. Yeah, this last year. This this the wrong year because um. We open up with the tape. Yeah. yeah, this is last year's week one slip. Yeah, yeah, and that Thursday night. That's a yeah. fine tone. tone. That's a fine That's a tone. tone. Tone don't mess that, up often. That's a fine though. Definitely <laughs> fine. Hefty. But fine. uh, yeah, Saints playing the Falcons, Colts, Texans. But sure, I guess we'll get to that on Monday. We still got time. But um, yeah, man, what else we getting to, man? I gotta, I gotta man. get out in a few. Go, go downstairs. Dude, man, we do um on the so who 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 opens up this year? It's the um Rave, not Ravens, uh Rams Bills, Rams and Bills. Yeah, Rams and Bills. Um Bills are the favorite so, too at Bills. on the road. On the road. Who you got in that game? I'm going to Rams, man, at home. I know um Actually, no, I want to hear you first because I know you got you got experience coming off the Super Bowl hangover and then opening up. You know, prime time at home against a good opponent. I'm thinking like, damn, why are the Rams home dogs? So I got to take that. So I'm taking the money line. I think a two and a half point dogs right now. I'm taking the money line. What's your thoughts on the Super Bowl being home dogs? Week one against this year's Super Bowl favorites. Man, I think this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um a part of me wants to go Rams. A part of me wants to go Bills. Um, I just know how electric that building is going to be. I know how Ooh. excited the players are going to be to be able to come out. I know they're hearing all the um, the Super Bowl hangover talk as well. Um, I know one. Th- I know the offense is going to be electric. I know that defense is going to be come ready Oof. to play. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I might go Bills. All right. I, I might, might go Bills. Yeah. I might go Bills. So Davis White going to be out. He's going to be out. He, he, he's starting the season on pup, on the pup list. So he'll be out the first four weeks of the Bills, their uh, star corner. Um, same thing for Byron Jones down there in Miami. They'll be opening up with the Patriots. Byron Jones starting the season on the pup list. Um, so that's another reason why I'm taking the Rams, Cooper Cup, year you know, two of Stafford. I, I, Allen Robinson more. with a good quarterback. I got a couple more days. Oh yeah, you got you a couple know, weeks. to make it. I got I got a couple more days to make it official. You know, <laughs> I got a couple yeah, more days. But it's, it's gonna be a good one though. It's 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 going to be a good one. Um, and I don't think they're they're going to disappoint. Banner you know? night. I, I think you said the line is at two, two and a half. Yep. Yeah. Two and a half yeah, goes to the favorite. Last time I saw it, it could have changed according to. Uh, FanDuel sports books, but um, when we get back on, we're gonna have a couple locks for you. And like like AB said, we're gonna have our pick show every week this year again. Um, and then we'll probably give y'all some. We'll pick every game, but then we'll have another one. We'll pick you know the ones that we agree on because we hit at a high clip last year. The ones that we agreed on, so yeah, we're gonna yeah. get y'all that every week, man. But um, I got to jump up out of here, go downstairs, get ready for this show. So when y'all done with AB, y'all slide over to the Pat McAfee show, man. All season, Wednesday and Thursdays, and I'll be doing Thursday's show from here all year. So it's going to be fun. Well, actually, from the Thunderdome, being a Thunderdome. But uh, appreciate y'all as always. Appreciate you, AB.
Already. Rocking, man. Yes, sir. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, well, shoot, my man D-Bug getting out of here. About to go down, sis. Like you said, about to join Pat and the boys. Tap into them 14 minutes at 12 o'clock, man. We're going we gonna to rap for a little bit, man. Y'all put some questions in the comment section. We're going to rap with y'all for a little bit. Going to the Thunder Throne with AB, with DB. Nah. Um, will you guys be accepting mailbags this season? John Jay, we will. So definitely, man, send those mailbags over just like last year. Um, love the interaction. Love the, you know. See what you guys, um, your opinions, your thoughts on, on the teams in the season. So definitely send the mailbags over. I know D-Bot, he kind of touched on it um, before I jumped on. But Serena Williams um, tonight with her with her older sister, Venus, definitely tap into that. The doubles match, U.S. Open, got Coco Golf as well. Um, I know I wanted to talk about the Mount Rushmore. I gotta get. I gotta put Serena on my uh, on my Mount Rushmore now, man. Um, just sitting back, you know, thinking about what she's achieved over the years. Um, just listening to everything. Her first time she stepped on the U.S. Open um, on the court, she was 16 years old. She's 40 now. Like that speaks just volume of the longevity of her career and her playing at a very, very, very high level. Last night, coming in as the underdog. Um, you know, going against the number two ranked ranked player in the world, and um, you know, she did what she did, and you know, just for me, just thinking about you know the sport, what she's been able to do, um, in the sport, uh, black woman in the sport, playing again at a high level for a long, long time, and you just think about the goats, you know what I mean? What we what we think about when we say the word goat it's like you know the impact that they had that they have had on the sport um and no knock on anybody else but it's just like when you go out there and you playing a tennis match and i think she has what 20 24 23 24 um don't get me wrong but when you're able to do that on a consistent basis and you out there mano y mano like that's 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 different. That's just like like Tiger Woods on the golf course. Like it's mano y mano. It's me versus you. Um, and again, no knock on anybody else that's in that discussion. When you talk about Brady, when you talk about MJ, um, you need other people to help you um, be successful. Not saying that Serena doesn't. You know, we have our she has her team on the background. But as far as like a Tom Brady, you need those receivers catching the ball. You need that offensive line. I'm blocking for you, MJ. You know, you, you need a Scotty Pip. You need a Dennis Rodman or whatever the case may be. But Serena Williams, when she's on that that court, that clay or whatever it is, and it's her and that other woman on the other side of the net, and she's continuously beating people down, man, that that that's that's amazing, man. So my Mount Rushmore, I definitely have a slot for, for Serena, man. And last night I told my daughter, I'm like, look, we need to sit down and watch this. Not a she's not a huge tennis fan now, but you know, just been trying to you know let her see greatness and you know a, a black woman on that on that court, man. And again, the impact that she's had, it was a, a beautiful thing. And I and it, something in me just feels like this 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 run, if it, if it is the last, it's going to be special. Um, and you know, it's all about matchups, but it's going to be special. So hopefully, you know, she could continue to put put it together and um. 
and make a hell of a run to 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 send her off right. Appreciate Nikki, but it was it's twenty three, but um, but man, it's 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 a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. Yeah, <laughs> Bryce Wilson said he might need five Jordan, Brady, Ali, Williams, and Tiger. And that's the thing about the Mount Rushmore. You can't get five. You got to get four. You got to have four. And it's 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 tough. Um, it's tough just being able to, to, to squeeze it down to four. G.I. Joe 317 has another great question. What is your favorite one-on-one -on -one sport, tennis, golf, boxing, or MMA other? <laughs> that's a tough one, too. Um... I think anything one on one is is, is tough. It's tough. Um, tennis, obviously, boxing, golf—that's tough. MMA. I can't understand how people get into that cage and and do the MMA. But when you're talking one on one, again, it's it's man on man, woman on woman. Like you know, I'm gonna work and I'm gonna grind harder than than what you're gonna do. You know, I'm gonna make the least amount of mistakes than you're going to do. My mental is stronger than your mental. Like, that's really like a, a true beatdown. And, and, again, no, nothing against team sports, but, you know, if one person is, if you, if you have a weak link, you can have other good people around them to to help support that weak link. Um, man on man, woman on woman, if I find your weak link, I'm going to attack that weak link all game, all match long. There's nobody else that can help you. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a great question, G.I. Joe. I don't have an answer for you. Um, well, that's a that's a hell of a question. Hell of a question. Uh, Mikey Richardson, A B, who are you picking early for rookie of the year? Um mm, defensively. I'm going to go Hutchison in Detroit. Um, offensively, I'm going to go. Mm, I don't know. Offense. Nakiba said Chris Olave, of course. Um, offensively, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Defensively, I'm definitely gonna go, young boy, and um, in Detroit, Hutchinson, Chris Olave. I mean, you gotta see what James gonna do. James ain't out there throwing it to the other team. Um, he has a he's a he has a real good shot. But we we gonna see. Question by uh, Christian Hernandez: Is cornerback the hardest position to play right now in the NFL? Look at here. I've always said that DB is one of the hardest positions. You say you specify a corner. Corner is one of the toughest positions because of, one, how they call the game now. Um, just the guys that they're going up against. You got a DK Metcalf that's six, whatever, 200-some pounds strong as fast. Um, and then, you know, the way as a corner, you, you can't really get too aggressive with the guys now. Um and again, at playing corner position, you it's all reactionary. Like DB, it's a reactionary 
position. So you reacting to somebody that's going full speed while you're backpedaling backwards. I don't care what you say. You can go outside and you can try now. Like you going backwards and somebody moving forward to you, you got to react to what they already know that they're going to do. Man, that's one of the toughest things that you can do. So um, between the corner, between quarterback position, um, I would say those are the top two toughest positions in the league, and that's just my opinion. My opinion. We're going to get a couple more of these questions, man, and we're going to get out of here and let y'all go over there to check Pat and the boys along with my co-host, D-Buck. Again, he'll be on the show this year in studio Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Brad Richardson, shout out. Javier B, you put that you put in that work this morning. Nah, man, I'm going to get that workout in after the show. After the show. On 3D for you, people are saying Jordan Davis can't be an every down player. Is that a real issue? I don't think it's a real issue at all um, because of the line depth that they have over there at Philly. Um, if you can't have him as an every down player, that's good. But sure, if you give him, if he gives me first and second down and gives me productive first and second down where he's clogging that hole, where my linebackers can run free, where he has to take up a double team, and now it forces the offensive line and my other defensive linemen to have one on ones. Man, I'll take that every 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 game. And now on third down, I could bring my rushers in. We can mix and we can chop some games up. Add a fifth rusher with a linebacker. You know, I'm not I'm not tripping off of you know him being an every down back. He's not an Aaron Donald type of defensive tackle, and we can't subject that on him. You know, he's a he's a he's a dog. Um, you give me good first second down play. We put in the office in third and long situations. I'm good with that all day. <clears throat> Static 1217AB, have you been keeping up with Hard Knocks? If so, what was your favorite part? Man, you know what, Static, man, I fell off, man. Fell off like a bad batch. I um, I ended up watching the first two episodes, and then, you know, after that, I kind of fell off. So, you know, it seemed like the morale. I love the morale. I love um, what coaches bringing over there to Detroit, trying to change that culture, trying to bring a winning culture into that building. I love the fact that he has a lot of former players in there as well, coaching um, one of our former teammates, Kelvin Shepard. So, man, I, I love the fact that, you know, he 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 does have that. But I came in front of you. Um, I did see when um, Aiden Hutchinson, he sung, um, he had to get up and perform. That was a, a highlight of the part that I did see for Hard Knock. So, it was good stuff, good stuff. Brad Richardson, man. A.B., what team has more wins this season from last season? I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to go Detroit and I'm going to go Jacksonville. Those are my two teams. Those are my two teams. <clears throat> man, man. But, again, I appreciate y'all tapping in. As always, <clears throat> you know, go check out Pat and the boys. Again, D-Buds over, over there, five minutes left. And, man, it's Thursday. Hope y'all have a safe um, a safe weekend, long weekend, Labor Day. Hopefully y'all getting into some fun. If y'all drinking, man, drink safely. If you're going out to the beach, um, just be safe out there. If you enjoy the family, man, 
Um, and again, we appreciate y'all tapping in with us. Catch up with us, maybe, maybe Monday, maybe not. We'll let y'all know. But as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and we out. Peace.